Yo, what is going on crew? I want to tell you a quick story about how I just got sick, like super sick for the first time in like five years, what it did to my blood sugars, along with a lesson that I learned that you might be overlooking with your own type one diabetes management. So without any further ado, let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type one diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, so as I mentioned, I, I'm a bit sick right now. Uh, it's, it's been pretty gnarly, gonna be honest with you. And thankfully, I still got my taste. You know, I'm able to taste peanut butter, one of my favorite things in the world. But it has not been an easy couple of days. And uh, of course, if you're new here, by the way, my name is Matt Vandevecht. I'm a certified master fitness trainer and nutritionist, author, speaker on everything type one diabetes. It's kind of my thing. Uh, and of course, at the moment very sick as well. But I wanted to make sure I got this episode out to you guys because I've learned some important lessons over the last couple of days. Kind of dealing with a fever and a uh, little bit of a cough and you know just the not fun side of being sick. And I recognize something important. And as someone who has not been sick in a very long time, I think it's been like five years actually, um, I had almost forgotten about this lesson. And that is that you do not have anything if you do not have your health. And yesterday, I'm, I'm attempting to kind of battle this thing, right? This sickness. I'm like, oh, I can just drink a bunch of water, take some vitamins, and I'll be good to go, right? And I'm trying to shift through my day, transition into work life while being sick, and still help out with things around the house. And very quickly, I realized that without my 100% feeling, you know, as far as like the functionality of my body and my energy levels, I am useless. <laughs> I ended up trying to take multiple naps throughout the day and I don't take naps typically, so that was shocking. And just the lower level of energy led me into this humbling experience where I realized, again, without your health, you have nothing. And it was uh, unfortunate to realize that, but also made me grateful to understand that I do have my health on you know, a normal day, typically. Uh, yes, I have type 1 diabetes, but it does not mean the end of my life, even though initially I had uh, been led to believe that type 1 was kind of the end of the, the fun life. My doctor initially was not great. Uh, but that being said, realizing that I do have a great life and I need to take advantage of having a healthy life more often. And, you know, of course, prioritizing different pieces of life, like going out and enjoying the outdoors and family and all these other great things, but also realizing that within diabetes, a lot of us are not living our best lives and actually don't know what that best life even looks like, right? So right now I can compare the last five years or so of what it's been like to have that health and to be feeling well. Uh, of course, some, some moments in there where blood sugars didn't cooperate, I'm sure it was not great, but overall feeling well. And now experiencing what it's like to feel unwell and to be legitimately sick is frustrating and it is uh, humbling, as I mentioned before, where I'm taking naps throughout the day, I'm unable to complete daily tasks, I'm having a hard time getting through my work just because of my lower energy levels. Uh, quite honestly, it feels like I got hit by a truck, like my entire body is just really sore. Uh, I've got this cough and just nonstop headaches and it's been rough. 
But again, it's making me grateful for what I do typically have with my health. And with my health as a type 1 diabetic, I can understand that, you know, there's a lot of potential there to not be healthy. If my blood sugars are low, that presents a lot of danger. If my blood sugars are high, there is danger associated with that, but also a lot of discomfort. And, and both sides of that can be threatening to my overall health, right? Long term and short term. And what I think a lot of people fail to realize is that life with type 1 diabetes doesn't have to be you living in this less than optimal state. It doesn't have to mean that you're always low or high, or even that you have multiple lows or highs per week or even per day in some cases. And if you're someone who's dealing with that, where you have these lows and these highs and the roller coaster blood sugars day in and day out, I want you to understand because maybe no one's ever told you this before, but life does not have to be like that. You don't have to experience daily fluctuations that are throwing your entire day off, wrecking your energy levels and forcing you to cancel on plans or alter plans, right? I can't have that type of food because it'll mess up my blood sugars. Oh, I can't go on this bike ride with the family or this hike because I'm scared of the lows that are going to happen out in the mountains or whatever it might be for you. Uh, it could even be I'm scared that I might not wake up tomorrow morning because I don't know what's going to happen with my blood sugars overnight. Maybe it's this generalized anxiety surrounding blood sugars and it's affecting your mental health. But whatever the cause might be, understand that you might not be living your best life and you might be unaware of what it's like to not feel quote unquote sick. And if I had been sick for two weeks, let's say, I would probably start to develop this level of complacency or even just normalcy with how I feel, right? I would start to get used to the lower energy levels. I would start to get used to the cough or just the daily uh, feeling, like I mentioned, like I got hit by a truck, right? And that's not okay. And it, of course, our bodies are meant to adapt and that's kind of their superpower. But alongside that, I would have to remember what it was like to feel healthy if I wanted to work towards being healthy. And so if you've never known what it's like to have blood sugars that cooperate, nobody can blame you for not wanting to pursue that higher level of blood sugar control. However, it does fall on you now that you know that that higher level of control is possible, at the very least for somebody else. Like, let me tell you my story, my blood sugars, for the most part, I'm not perfect, but for the most part, do cooperate. I spend on average about 95% of my time in range, right? My blood sugars are nice and stable. I eat ridiculous amounts of food. I mountain bike, I surf, I hike. I live my life to the fullest with controlled blood sugars. Now that you've heard that, you know what is achievable by a type one diabetic, right? And of course you might be thinking, well, I don't have the resources or the knowledge or uh, the time to devote to this. And that's okay. I just wanted to start with showing you what's possible or, or telling you in this case. But what I also realized is that it falls on us, right? So right now I am still in the middle of this sickness and, and not feeling great, but uh, my wife, you know, is, is being amazing. She's helping out. And I know that part of what led me into the sickness is probably being run down, right? We have a newborn, my daughter. Uh, so we're not sleeping a whole lot. And we just got the, the craziness with the holidays and running around and sickness was probably inevitable at this point. But my wife is trying to help out, of course, take care of our infant, but also take care of me. <laughs> She's trying to bring me tea and encourage me to go to bed on time. And it's been amazing having that support. But I also realized that as much as she encourages me to go to bed on time or hydrate or drink tea or take multivitamins or whatever it is, I still have to do that action. 
I still have to take the multivitamin to go to bed on time, to hydrate and drink water throughout the day. If I don't take part in that, nothing's gonna change, right? I can uh, live my same day-to-day -day life, you know, sleep deprivation and stay super busy and never stop to rest. If I expect to get better, but yet change nothing, that makes me, what? I don't wanna call anybody out here, but kinda of like an idiot, right? Like if I'm doing the exact same thing, expecting different results, that's crazy. And of course, in the same sense, when you know what's possible and you know what the blueprint looks like of blood sugars, you know, if you're not counting your carbs, if you're not pre-bolusing, if you're not exercising, doing all of these things, somebody can give you the blueprint, your doctor or your diabetes health coach, that's what I do, right? I help other type ones to get more control over their blood sugars. If someone gives you the blueprint and tells you what to do, it now falls on you to make the changes yourself. Why? Because nothing changes when nothing changes. Right, if I continue staying up late and getting up early and going to work eight, 10, 12 hours a day, I'm probably gonna stay sick. <laughs> I'm never gonna get back to my healthy version of myself, right? Similarly, if someone's not taking care of their blood sugars, if, they're, uh, if they've become complacent with lower levels of control, higher A1C, lower time and range, and just erratic blood sugars all over the place, but they're doing nothing about it, who does that fall on, right? So I wanted to make that point to you to show you that, uh, yes, we know what's possible, but also it doesn't just happen overnight. Your doctor can't fix you. They're not going to come in and just, Boop, there's your magic pill, your blood sugars are fixed. No, it's going to require work on your part, right? Similarly with me, I have to go to bed on time. I have to hydrate. I have to put a pause on my hectic lifestyle in order to rest and to get better with this sickness. And maybe it's because you never knew what it was like to live that healthiest version of yourself, right? Maybe you don't know what it's like to experience 80, 90, or 100% time in range. Maybe you don't know what it's like to not spike after a massive pizza or pasta or carb-heavy meal. Maybe you don't know what it's like not to drop during exercise, you know, swimming, biking, walking, and actually enjoy the activity itself. And that's okay. Right? No one starts off at the top. It takes work to get there. But now that you know it's possible, if that was the case with you, you have no excuse but to get curious and to try to learn more about that version of yourself where you can feel optimal and healthy and have stable blood sugars. If you're seeing spikes and drops and erratic blood sugar levels, if you're seeing blood sugars that are over 200 or uh, I believe that's 11 if you're on a different scale, or if you're seeing lows, you know, multiple times a week or even daily, that doesn't have to be your norm. You're allowed to have stable blood sugars and enjoy life. And that's what my whole message to you is today. Like, you, you have to understand that with that optimal version of yourself, the healthiest version of yourself, it will take work to get there. But the first step is understanding that that version of you exists, right? I want to get back to being healthy. I hate being sick because I have to slow down. <laughs> I really don't like slowing down. Uh, in fact, this episode probably is a slower pace of, of words as well. Uh, but within that, I've been forced to take a moment, assess the situation, identify which pieces need to happen, hydration, sleep, vitamins, all that sort of stuff, and to take action with those if I ever expect to get better. And with your blood sugars, if you're seeing that you're seeing a lot more high blood sugars or low blood sugars, and it's just not what you want to see on your CGM graphs, it might be time to make some changes. Because I'll say it again, nothing changes when nothing changes. 
And if you're watching this episode right when it comes out, then you know we have New Year's right around the corner. What better time than to use the societal norms of creating New Year's resolutions to make those changes? Now, I would encourage you not to wait until New Year's, or if you're watching this after New Year's, not to wait an entire year to create those goals and attack them. The day that you watch this is your day one. This is your sign. This is your time. There will never be a perfect time to prioritize your health. Never. Uh, I had a full day of calls and work and emails and all that kind of stuff today, and I had to reprioritize. I had to pick a few that were necessary, right? I had to show up even though I was sick and help my clients out, but a few of my calls I had to cancel. I had to reassess, prioritize, and take action, right? So today, watch this video. Don't wait until New Year's, especially if it's a year away. <laughs> take action today. This is your sign to change your life for the better. And those vitamins, the, the hydration, the better sleep, and uh, you know all the different strategies that I have to implement to get healthier myself are similar to the strategies and formulas that you are going to need to implement in order to see your blood sugars become more stable and become that best version of yourself in the coming year, uh, months, or even weeks. Or you know if you're up for a challenge, days. Because as my clients have proven to me time and time again, massive changes with the right strategies can benefit within days. Uh, I've had some clients that have joined our program and in less than a week have done you know, 20, 30, 40% increases in their time and range just by implementing one or two strategies with their blood sugars. It is incredible what you can do with the right guidance. And so I'm not gonna leave you hanging uh, just with this motivational message of like, you can do it, go change your life. Of course, I'm gonna give you some direction. I wanna make sure you have the resources and tools necessary in order to implement, right? You can't implement if you don't know what you're implementing. So if you feel like blood sugars have been a struggle, if there's any part of your life, the food, the exercise, uh, maybe it's just you don't know how much insulin to take, maybe blood sugars are just mysterious and unpredictable, then the first place you need to go right now is a website called diabetesinaction.com. At that website, it's a full training that I did privately. This website, as the title suggests, Diabetes in Action, teaches you some of those uh, foundational strategies in order to live your life with diabetes in action. To actually put these things into action, to change your life, be able to eat the foods you love, play the activities you love to do, and live your best, healthiest life. All right, so first thing you can do right now, Go watch that training. I actually go over my 80-20 blood sugar formula, which is the exact strategy that I use to keep my blood sugars around 95% time and range on average. And that's where you can find that full training. All right, so go over to diabetesinaction.com. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Hopefully my voice wasn't too raspy and uh, you were able to find some value with this. And if you have not yet, definitely do hit that subscribe button. And I'll see you in next week's video. Have an awesome rest of your day, happy new year, and keep up the fight.